3: Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Shani Godwin. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today.
0: How are you? Hi, Christina. I am awesome and I am so excited to be here today. We're I'm excited for this conversation. I've been waiting for it. Uh, cool ready to dive in with you. Thank you for having me.
3: Oh, you bet you, girl. We're gonna talk about talk about joy economics, uh, how to protect your brand and your sanity, which couldn't be more necessary right now as many business owners tell, uh, tell me that they're about to lose their sanity. Some yeah. are working from home with kids running about and wife screaming <laughs> and, and figure out like, how do I just keep myself composed? And as you probably know, working from home, having yeah. to keep that balance and keep maintain your company brand while maybe you're running about and having kids fly behind you. How do you just keep composed? So uh, welcome to Savvy. Thank you. Thank you. So share with the audience what brought you to creating Communique USA, your company. Did I say it right?
0: You got it right. Um, So we Mm -hmm. are I'm really excited because the month of October is very special for us. We, especially in a pandemic year, I think it's important to stop and celebrate big wins and small wins. We just celebrated our 18th year in business this month. We're hanging on everybody else. I'm I'm grateful, but also being trying to move through this pandemic with as much grace and uh, positivity as possible. I started Communique when I was 27 years old, working in corporate America, wow. sitting in the halls of Bell South, which is no more, um, but in corporate advertising. And my whole story is one of truly chasing passion and gifting and having a mother who would not let me do it unless I could figure out a way to monetize it. And so I wanted to go to college to write books. I told my mom, that. And she said, no, we're, we're not going to be a, a book author for a living. You can do that, but you can, you got to figure out how to make money doing this. And so um, it took me a while as, as I matured and got into business and got older to really appreciate the, um, the beauty of that redirect. But I've always been a very purpose and passion driven person. And with the gifts of writing and speaking, was able to forge my way into corporate America through advertising and marketing communications as a way to write. And because I was young and just getting started, they didn't put me in the creative department. They put me in the account management department where I could direct and learn strategy, I could learn how to influence the creative process. Mm-hmm. And once I got my wings and wind under me, I started taking on writing projects, kind of honestly hoarding the writing projects because I just wanted to write. And um, do by doing that, my employer started to see this gift really come to fruition. So I was doing always in my career in corporate, a lot of writing, a lot of editing, internal publications. Um, Chick-fil-A was one of my employers early mm-hmm. in my career. They've also come on to be a client for 17 of the years Mm -hmm. that I've had business and just really had a strong foundation in writing. I also had tons of friends and family who knew I loved to write, so they were always asking me to write church newsletters and edit resumes. And so I figured out pretty early on I might have a business play in me, and Mm -hmm. I went to grad school because Bell Staff would pay for an MBA, and I just figured, why not? And I actually was getting the MBA to climb the corporate ladder more. Yeah. And when I got the MBA, it, it really exploded and brought forth the entrepreneur. And I had the tools at that point with this, the literal liberal arts writing, creativity gifts, paired with the structure and business acumen of an MBA to mm. really take you know a stand for myself. I was also married at the time, and mm. we were newly married, and I was thinking we were going to stay married and have a family, and I. I didn't want to have to pick and choose. So with his support was able to leave corporate America and start Communicate USA. And we are a marketing communications company. And we help businesses small and large, um, tell their stories and tell their messages, which is very, very important in a pandemic economy.
3: Yeah, yeah, that is so imperative that you say that because I think Early on, when I was starting on a couple of launch groups myself, I'm out seven years now, but um, a lot of people were like, oh, how do you have my website? How's my copy look? And they were doing it themselves. Not I myself. No, I'm not an expert writer. In fact, when I first got started back in corporate, I started writing a blog called 101 Mistakes of What I Learned in Business. It then became recently a book I wrote. But I had to ha- get the help of a ghostwriter because I know that's just not my gift. And right. so, uh, whereas a lot of these launch businesses, including myself, were are trying to make it all happen ourselves, write our own copy on our website da and not being an expert. It, it hurt us because you know, you, if you, how do you say it, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you come there and people see your website copy and it looks shabby and you can't put forth your ideas, they're like, why would I hire you? Um, right. But you hire someone like Soddy here and they get it, you know, sparkling perfect so they know your message, what you're trying to get across. One guy told me, listen, I know how to sell my pants off, but I can't spell for crap. And people have <laughs> even come to me and said, hey, why should I hire you? You can't spell. And he's like, yeah, but I can make you some money. So <laughs> right. Right. what's great about what you do is that you can help them look what they do great and, and actually portray that. Now, share for us with the whole pandemic. And I thought I heard you say, um not pandemic when we first got started
0: but um pandemic did
3: you just say that or is it just something I heard uh,
0: I said pan I think I said pandemic I don't know I mean it's 2020 I
3: could have said panicemic they were both yeah alive. because it, you know? when I heard it, I was like God that kind of that sounds about perfect because <laughs> I was a pandemicing myself and I'm sure a lot of other people were <laughs> exactly. But what what is some of your your what you've gone through and learned through this whole pandemic, and and that you could pass on to our, our listeners about how
0: they can learn and grow and, and not stay stuck in a
3: scared kind
0: of right right and and that that's a great question it actually brings us a little bit into the joy economics space um, I created the brand joy economics to really express and give voice to. Um, our work-life balance policies and philosophies within our corporation. Mm -hmm. I also, because of the story of how I started Communique, how I've grown the business, the advice that my mother gave me so early on, know for a fact that when you lean into your gifting, when you lean into your talents, when you chase the currency of joy, the money will find you. And we are wired so much in America to chase money and then we end up in these really uncomfortable positions, places and things. And so also as I mentioned I was married at the time that mm-hmm. I started the business. Unfortunately, that marriage failed. Mm-hmm. Um it ended very abruptly right behind a major illness and a month a, a year later my dad dying. And so mm-hmm. I am no stranger to trauma. Um I am not no I'm no stranger to difficulty in life and so the pandemic in that way for me was not my it has not, It's not my first rodeo, right? So <laughs> um, I kind of was like, okay, I'm kind of doing okay right now because I've been through a lot of traumatic things. I've survived them. I've come out better on the other side. Um, I and our organization are uniquely poised in a pandemic to help people understand the tools and things mm-hmm. and strategies of not only how to market your business and how to communicate more clearly in a chaotic marketplace, in a chaotic news news economy. It just like the messaging is just all wild and crazy. But um, not only have I been through lots of things in life, the people in my business have too. So we bring a unique level of empathy and just experience navigating really difficult stuff with us in our toolbox. And so um, the way that we, are getting through this economy uh, is really something I learned back in the 2008 um, meltdown. And it's funny because I, you know, you don't think about these things until you run it all back, but we started our business in 2002. That was a year after exact year after nine 11, we then had to grow our business through the worst economic crisis prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we were able to weather that. And so you know, I, I'm like, we're getting through this pandemic. This pandemic is not going to take us down. And so um, we're blessed and fortunate to have learned all these lessons along the way. And the, the biggest thing I've learned is a play that actually comes from crisis communication, which mm-hmm. feels very uncomfortable and very counterintuitive. But the best thing you can do as a business owner is actually lean in to mm. the pandemic.
3: You know, I love that you just say that right there, Shani, because. W- I've talked about this in the past on my show, but I had an intense fear of flying. And when I first went up, I was like, I'm going to die. You know, that kind of fear that's so intense, you feel like you could die from it. Yes. Well, what I realized, because um, you can't just open the door and jump out of the airplane in the air because you'll die. Uh, you, ha- I had to stick with it. I had no choice, but as you said, to lean into the fear. And it dissipated within having to lean into it and not let it like push against it. It's that pushing against it. no. No, that makes it kind of grow into a monster that you can't right. see
0: stop. But when you lean
3: into it, you're like, well, wait a second. It's not so bad.
0: Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Well, and that's the next tip. So in order to, in order to gain control of a thing, you have to acknowledge the thing, right? And mm-hmm. so if we're afraid, if we're hugging a tree and hoping it'll go away, if we are putting our head under the covers and just like, checking out in denial, not wanting to deal with it. The economy is changing before our eyes and we're gonna wake up on the other side of the pandemic in a, in a different economy. We are already in a different economy than what we were in in January. Yeah. And so you're still doing business the way that you were doing in January and you haven't moved, you haven't pivoted, you haven't acknowledged the gravity of this. And second step, you figured out what assets you have in your business in your toolbox that can contribute to the current economic needs Mm. which is how we start talking about pivoting and and reinventing and reimagining our offerings then if you're not doing those things and you're afraid to acknowledge it then your business is going to die and it will become this very self-fulfilling prophecy so our first step for us is always lean in this is happening two what are we working with our ship just got wrecked i'm not here speaking as someone who's just you know surpassing the pandemic without impact we lost our biggest client we lost 85 percent of our business in march and we through these strategies are not only surviving but we are now starting to get new momentum we have created four new lines of business that we never would have created because of this huge dependency that we had on this major clients. And I'm fully convinced that the worst thing that I thought could ever happen because of our acknowledgement of it and our rolling up our sleeves is by the end of this going to be the best thing that ever happened to our business, because it's brought in a lot of new opportunity, a lot of new life. I get to meet great people like you. And I get to talk to people like your listeners and your viewers and really Mm -hmm help them understand that everything you need to survive is in you but you have to acknowledge it you have to roll up your sleeves and just like if we were in a ship that wrecked and landed on a deserted island the first thing you would be would be to triage and then you'd start figuring you'd start gathering and figuring out okay who has the first aid kit who has a coconut who can make fire and so we need to do this with our businesses and figure out what are we working with and how do we piece together something new that serves the need of now. Ooh,
3: and you said something else very important before, and that was coming from a spirit of, of giving and what are your gifts to give? Uh, and you get so stuck. And I think this is true for a lot of new business owners is that I got to pay the bills. Oh my gosh, we need to get that cash in. And when you're in that stance, that, that kind of feeling point, people will feel that you're got that desperation going on. They'll be like, no, I don't want none of that. I don't know what it is that you're turning me off.
0: Absolutely. And it's the spirit of joy economics. We try to teach people how to make millions using the currency of joy, basically. And so by helping others, we, when, when we, we lost all of this business at the top of the year, we, we gathered ourselves, <laughs> we um, triaged, and then we started looking at our assets. And what we realized, we had all of these corporate marketers, mm-hmm. but we had all of these scared, struggling small businesses. And so we were like, hey, let's roll up our sleeves, take big business practice, marketing principles, etc., help these folks who need it. And we started and launched a campaign to save, help save 5,000 small, um, small American businesses through our small business communications and content uh, package, which a year ago never existed. And it's strictly a program that has be- been born of the pandemic, but it feeds our souls to be able to help. I have had so many employees who are coaching small businesses now say, this makes me feel so good because I can see this lady's light bulb go off and I can see hope return to her eyes and to know that all this that I've learned over here in corporate now translates and I can do really great social good in the midst of a a year where people are craving humanity, Mm -hmm. connection, love, joy. Those are things that fuel you, that make you feel good. And then like you said, it attracts more positive energy and momentum. People start to tell other people and next thing you know, you're growing again.
3: Yeah, you're right about that, Shana, Because one thing I got during the beginning of this pandemic and whatever is that people had been, or myself included, kind of on autopilot. We're just Absolutely. going on doing our business, giving on that little uh, hamster wheel, boom, 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 boom. And then you don't even you don't even think about what you need to do or how you could grow. Or like you said, when this instant happened, now you had to pivot and think. Okay. How do we re-strategize to help people with our gifts and talents? And then you found things you didn't know you had that you could have Absolutely. used before the pandemic. But this kind of pushed you to open and broaden your horizons. And for me, it felt like a rest, respite, resp- Respect, rest. what do you call when you rest? rest. <laughs> that resting thing, <laughs> <laughs> where you take that break and you're able to come back and kind of just look at things carefully. Uh, so it's been a fabulous time for that. Now we do have to head on out, but I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out what they can find out more about you, get in contact with you and work with you today. How can they do that?
0: Okay, thank you for asking me. Firstly, thank you, Christina, again, for having me. It is a pleasure and an honor to speak to you and to um, share our thoughts and wisdom with your audience. My PR person is going to kill me because I never remember to do this. So I'm going to actually start with how you can find us on social media. Um, You can find us on LinkedIn at Communique USA, and that's C O M M U N I Q U E USA. You can also find us on Facebook at Communique USA. And we have an amazing um, coaching and communications package for only $249 a month. We will begin rolling up our sleeves coaching you helping you rewriting and creating your whole brand story spending three hours with you doing strategy and it is a like unbelievable steal and people are are coming out of this excited better for it and um, empowered and so you can go check out the details of that we'll even give you a free coaching session with us to test this out if you're you want to know a little bit more head over to mycommunicationsplan.com and you'll see all the details
3: That is so fabulous. This is incredible. I'm going to put this on our page when we announce it. But this is, I know what we've launched today, what you shared with people will get them to re-examine and realize that they have hope, that this is just a wonderful opportunity of growth for everyone. And with all the gifts that your company has to offer, I just have to thank you again, Johnny, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you.
0: Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Best wishes.